0: Good morning, and welcome to Episode 114 of The Morning Light Show. Before I jump into today's episode, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show. I have enjoyed meeting new people through this podcast and seeing more and more people jumping in and listening, and it's just been such a fun journey that I only started a few months ago. If you are loving the podcast and want to share your praise, I would really appreciate a review on iTunes. And it can be a little tricky to do those on your phone. So it's better to access from your laptop or you can give a review on Spotify or however you listen to the show. But I just wanted to say thank you before we jump in today. Okay, so we're continuing our conversation about spiritual intelligence and growing ourselves to deeper levels spiritually and connecting with deeper meaning and values and purpose in our life and the principle that we're talking about today as we are getting towards the end of the 12 characteristics of someone who is spiritually intelligent, we are talking all about the positive use of adversity And I guess the best way to summarize what this is, is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and not just being okay with failure and being okay with adversity in your life, but actually leveraging it as a jumping off point for something new and wonderful. So that's what we're talking about on the show today. So listen in. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. Let's start out with a quote by Paulo Coelho. Tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself and no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dream. I love this quote and I had it hanging on my mirror in my office. And as I transitioned to being full-time in my own business the next couple of weeks, I took it off of that mirror and placed it in my office at home, which is going to be my place of work from now on moving forward. And there's so much truth in this. We oftentimes fear the adversity that we think we may come up against. We fear failure. We fear all the unknowns. And I have to tell you, as I'm moving full time into my own business, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I had some fear in the back of my mind. But overall, I feel really empowered and good about moving forward, mostly because of these new spiritual depths that I'm exploring and coming to and just feel this I feel guided in this whole process. And most of the month of December was me asking God, what do you want me to do? Show me where you want me to go. I'm totally open and receptive to whatever you have to show me. And from there, just the pieces kind of falling in place a lot faster than I would have ever expected. So when I saw this quote on my mirror, I was like, yeah, oftentimes we do put so much fear in our own way. We worry so much about things that, first of all, are probably never going to happen. And second of all, some of those things that we worry about that actually do happen are our very best teachers. And that's what this topic is all about, is how do you take adversity and turn it around into something positive? Not just accept that failure is going to happen and bad things every once in a while are going to transpire, but actually becoming better as a result of having gone through those things. So I want you to think about your own life for a second. And what is one thing that you can look back on in your life that was really difficult and hard that you got through that was a blessing in disguise? I am sure that you have at least one example, and I'd be surprised if you don't have five or ten (laughs) examples of things, because we all go through hard things in our life. And every time as we're going through them, we think, why is this happening to me? Why am I having to go through this struggle? Why is this difficulty coming across my path right now? And if you can get through to the other side Almost always, you can have a deeper understanding of why you just went through that. And every time, it's so that you can grow to bigger and better levels of who you truly are and build that sense of character. I love this quote from the book Spiritual Capital that I've been basing this series on about positive use of adversity. It says, the positive use of adversity requires great strength of character but, is, but it is also the only thing that really builds character. And I would have to agree. Think about that difficult time that you thought of earlier in the show and the, the amount of character that was built in you from that. I, I think most of us think that we can build character from the easy things in life. But when we have to dig deep and find a deeper part of ourselves, a bigger part of ourselves to help us get through something that's truly where the character building comes in. Oh, I'm so happy in this book to see the Rudyard Kipling poem, If. I think I recited that in an early episode. I just went back to try and look, but I'd have to dig a little bit deeper to find it. But it's one of my favorite quotes poems of all times. And the very last line of the poem is, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just, say, just the same, then you will be a man, my son. And I think that pretty much sums it up, that if you can face the good and the bad in your life and view them both from more of a neutral standpoint, a neutral understanding of this is absolutely happening for a reason and it's to make me better and to build my character, then it's so much easier to go through those tough times and use them as a jumping off point for something else in our life. So I wanted to share with you a couple of difficult things that I went through in my life that ended up being really good things. One of them is still transpiring as I'm recording this, Um, but the other one, I guess it kind of is still transpiring as well. But it's, you know, the the tough part of that is over and the lessons are more and more abundantly clear for me every single day. So the first one was my not being able to get pregnant. So I went through this really rough patch of time not being able to get pregnant and then doing the least invasive type of um fertility treatments that I, infertility treatments that I could do. And none of those actually working for me. And then ultimately having to do in vitro and look what I ended up with two healthy girls who are now very best of friends and have each other for the duration of their life as partners in crime and fun and everything else. They are just so awesome. And they just love each other so much. And had I not gone through that, I very seriously doubt I would have ended up with twins. And the other thing that I'm always really, really grateful for from that is that I only had to be pregnant one time. So again, that was a really rough patch of my life. It was probably about 18 months of disappointment and struggle and pain and a lot of sacrifice As I think back on it, I I had to go on all kinds of medications, do these shots. I had to give up alcohol, so no wine for almost two years. And all in all, I have to say it was 100% worth it. And it was one of those things in my life that I can clearly say, I went into it not having any guarantee of an outcome. And I think that's pretty much the case anytime we do something that's outside of our comfort zone is there's no guarantee of what the outcome is going to be. However, if we will dig deep spiritually and have faith, then again, even if it wouldn't have turned out the way that I that it did, and that I was really grateful that it did, I know that there were lessons to be learned no matter what the outcome was in that situation. So that was one thing that I'll share with you. And then the other thing that I've been going through recently, and if you've listened to the show, you've heard about this is this really weird driving anxiety that I've been curing myself of over the last few months. It started back in October and it actually started with me making a pretty big spiritual commitment to tithe. And it's almost like this driving anxiety came in as my ego self trying to stop me from going to this deeper spiritual place. And that's Really, that's how I can see it so clearly now. At the time, I didn't really see it that way. But now looking back on it, I can see that I was getting ready to go to a whole nother level spiritually and much deeper and much far beyond my ego self. And my ego just absolutely hated that. And this was the ego trying to edge God out as the ego stands for. Thank you, Dr. Wayne Dyer. I I love that he says that because I, I don't think there's anything that's more true. And so, I can look back on that, and i'm 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 so much better, a lot better than I was. I'm not a hundred percent there, but I'm getting really, really close. And so, aside from like leading me to new spiritual depths and greater spiritual connection and bringing in a lot more praise and um, a lot more God in my life and just acknowledging all the gifts and the wonderful things that are all around me and praising and worshiping on a regular basis and just feeling, a lot calmer and happier on the inside, other than when I'm driving. Although that, like I said, it's gotten so much better. Um, I'm just so grateful for that new depth that I've gotten to as a result of going through that difficult time. And I, the other thing that I discovered from all of this is I, I did several different healing modalities, one of which is what led me Back to more prayer, more worship, more God in my life, which I'm super, super grateful for. That was basically her recommendation is, you know, the divine, you need more of the divine in your life, bringing that in very intentionally through praise and worship. So that was step one. I was very grateful for that. And then this month, the month of January, I've been doing some hypnotherapy that has been extremely helpful to me as well. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that. So again, this thing that happened this driving anxiety that happened that was so difficult led me to a deeper place spiritually and it led me to a practice with the hypnotherapy that I am really curious to bring into my coaching practice it's something that I'm looking to learn probably this year how to do so that I can use it more deliberately with my clients because I found it extremely helpful and and just such a blessing so again What is that difficult thing? Maybe you're going through something right now that's super difficult. And if that's the case, I just urge you to hang in there and spend some time in quiet reflection, because when you do that, you will start to see that there is there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Everything is is exactly as it's supposed to be. And you're going through this for a reason. And if you'll spend some quiet meditation and prayer and Journaling time—you'll probably be able to figure out what it is while you're going through it, which will make it a lot more uh, palpable than you know the whole hindsight's 2020 thing. So take some time and reflect on that, and that's really what's recommended in the book *Spiritual Capital* as well for cultivating this positive use of adversity: is the daily meditation and the reflection and A word that comes up a lot in this book as well is resilience. And I'll leave you with this quote, and then I'm going to do your adversity check with the questions I've been asking at the end of all the episodes. To develop deep resilience, we must cultivate a deep sense of self, a deep awareness of our most fundamental values, and the sense of a focal point or compass within. Really beautiful. Okay, so here are your questions to check in on your positive use of adversity. How are you doing on these? Do you learn from and grow beyond past failures? When bad things happen to you, do you find some way to carry on despite them? Do you bounce back reasonably quickly from periods of gloom or dark depression? Does the loss of certainties lead you to a deeper faith or vision? Do you find some reason to cling to ideals despite all the evil and mess in the world? Hmm. Really good questions for you to ponder and reflect on as we close today. Tomorrow we will be talking about humility and today and then on Wednesday, we're going to be diving into the topic of a sense of vocation. And can I just say in closing, since it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day today, that I'm not sure that there is a human ever um, except for maybe Jesus that had a positive use of adversity that took a really difficult circumstance with the whole civil rights movement and, and really fought for what he believed in and took these difficult times and turned it into an opportunity for people to stand out and stand up for what they believe in. And we're still carrying on With that today, and we're still learning and growing in that. And I ask you to take a moment today and reflect on what you're doing to bring more love and equality into our world and to help turn even the bad things that we're facing in our society today around into something positive that's going to build our character as a culture. I wish for you an awesome day today, and I look forward to talking to you on the show again tomorrow. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.